so Daniela Ports on stage is the end of her talk and she says, okay, now just shout out words and I'll just talk about them. And suddenly I feel this shot in the back of my head, this adrenaline surging through my body. And I think, oh, I guess I'm going to shout something out. <laughs> I'm Marsha from yesyesmarsha.com and this is another story in the Adventish calendar of stories. So a few years ago, I was at the Emerging Women Live conference in New York. And it had been a very emotional weekend. Partly there were some really powerful speakers. Brené Brown spoke, Eve Ensler, who wrote the vagina monologues, the poet Dominique Christina, which if you don't know her, search Dominique Christina, the period poem, and you will probably start crying like I just did when I rewatched it. So lots of powerful speakers. That had been a lot. Partly I hadn't had a lot of sleep just because it was late nights and early mornings. Partly I'd had this big realization about how I didn't need to start my own activist movement. I could just be the catalyst funneling people towards other people's movements. But mostly it was emotional because it was all of that stuff piled on top of the fact that I had a very fragile heart. A month beforehand, I had split up with my sweetheart of five years, who was the person I had moved to North America to be with, who had a kid that I totally adored. And now I was trying to remember how to move through the world by myself. So when she said shout out words before my conscious brain was aware that I was going to, my subconscious brain made me sit up on the front of my seat and I yelled out grief. And also side note, if you want to get your question answered, always go first before anyone else is brave enough. So Danielle Laporte kind of went, huh, okay, guess we'll start with the easy ones. And everyone laughed. And then she said, when grief hits you, you have to give your whole body up to it. But sometimes grief hits you at a time that isn't very convenient. So then you can put it off, but you have to do it within 24 hours. So when I was going through my divorce, sometimes grief would hit me and I would be playing with my kid. And I'd say, I see you grief and I will cry at eight o'clock this evening. And then I would cry at eight o'clock this evening. So everyone applauded and I wrote that down and she got on with the rest of her talk. Then... About half an hour later, it was the end of the conference and I had actually bought a physical copy of her book, The Desire Map, and she was sitting down signing them. But there was this huge lineup and I thought, you know what, I'm sure I'll get the chance to meet her again. I've come to this conference to talk to people, to meet other people, so I'm going to go speak to other people. So I did. But then about 20 minutes later, um, there was suddenly only three people in the lineup and I was getting ready to go anyway. So I thought, okay, sorry, I'll just go so I'm standing there in the queue and I'm thinking what am I going to say to her like what do you say to one of your heroes um so I had actually met her a couple of years before at this conference in Toronto but at the time I didn't know who she was but everyone else was like freaking out about her so I thought I better go introduce myself so I had introduced myself she told me my dress was cute I told her I really liked her talk um that was pretty much it I sent her a nice to meet you email afterwards and she didn't respond and I didn't expect her to respond and then I thought she's not going to remember that I met her and I have face blindness so people all the time are like oh my god Marsha and I and it's awkward when I don't remember I've met them so I thought I'm not going to mention that because that would just be embarrassing. Um, so what else am I going to say? I had 
made friends with this lady who was really good friends with her. Um, I'd hired her as a life coach. Her name's Chayla Davison. And actually, after I hired her, I found out she's Danielle Laporte's life coach. Um, so I thought, should I mention that? And then I was like, no, it's kind of stalky. So instead, I thought, you know what? There's a few blog posts she's written that really like helped me through this breakup. And so I'll just thank her for those. So I get to the front of the line and she goes, oh, hello, lovely to see you again. And gives me a massive hug. And I was so kind of surprised. And she went, oh, yeah, I met you in Toronto a couple of years ago. And I was in such shock that I just went, I'm friends with your friend. And then she kind of looked and I went, I didn't know she was your friend. Anyway, then um, I give her my book and she asks me my name again. And uh and then I do get it together. And I know oh, I said it was it was me that shouted out grief. And I said, I'm going through this big deal breakup. And even though it's amicable and for the best, like it's really painful. And then what I meant to say was, you wrote a couple of blog posts that really got me through. But what I actually said was, you wrote a couple of blog posts that really got me through and basically just like dissolved into tears all over her, which I'm sure is a thing that happens to her like every 10 minutes in her life. Anyway, she was lovely. She gave me a really big hug. And then I went off to my friends and was like, I just cried on Danielle Laporte. Couple of days later, I got home to Toronto and I had a call with my coach at the time, who's a lady called Kendrick Shope, who, if you don't know, she's this sort of redhead Southern sales coach. And um, she's amazing. She totally rewired my brain and took me from like being like, I hate sales. Why would I tell anyone I have anything for sale? To like having people asking if they can work with me, um, you know, begging me to let me let them pay me money. Um, so, uh, but I also knew that Kendrick is a really big fan of Danielle Laporte. And so I thought she'd get a kick out of this story. She's a very funny lady. So I tell her the story and she goes, Marsha, that's nothing. And by the way, she's given me permission to tell you this story. Um, so she tells me what happened to her, which is that about five years before, she'd been to Rich, Happy and Hot Live, um, this conference in New York. And she didn't really know anyone who was speaking except for Danielle Laporte. She'd read her first book and was a huge fan. Um, and so there was a chance to go speak to her. She, so she's lining up to speak to her. And Kendrick is very like... She's very, like, straight up. She's very, like, people are people. She's not the kind of person that gets starstruck. So she's like, you know, I love this lady, but, like, she's just another person. She gets to the front of the line, touches Danielle Laporte on the arm, bursts into tears, and then is crying so hard that the only words she can squeeze out are, I feel like I'm meeting Jesus! And then she's basically crying so hard that she just has to walk away. And so that was how Kendrick topped my Danielle Laporte story. Thank you so much for listening. If you're part of the Yes, Yes, Marsha Advent family or the Yes, Yes, Marsha family, then it's so lovely to have you in there. If you're not and you've just stumbled across this on iTunes or SoundCloud, um, then the Yes, Yes family is where I give out tips about how to tell compelling stories um, and tell sometimes secrets and stories that I won't put on the internet. So if you want to come join us, head over to yesyesmarsha.com and you'll find how to sign up there. Thanks so much for listening. I'll speak to you next time.